And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. At Dynasty Madman. And Shane Manila. Hey, um, a lot of people know at least uh, my pop died over the weekend. And uh, just a shout out to everybody that was checking in on me this uh, all week, really. A um, couple people, Bobby, our buddy Bobby Reck uh wrecked fantasy and uh our girl faith kept checking in on me making sure that i was okay so i appreciate that and i appreciate everyone that jumped in my dms um just to cheer me up and make sure i was doing okay a lot of people did you know i always say i i i I hate people but the fantasy community is different it's just a different breed of people um every one of them so many people reached out to me and uh, i really appreciate it and it helped me deal with uh, some rough shit this week so thank you everyone so uh, fantasy I'm, football i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for that um uh yeah, fantasy football uh we do have some news and why don't we hear from deviwatch.com and then we'll go into the news Devi leagues are the fastest growing form of dynasty leagues whether you're new to Devi or maybe you've played Devi for a long time and are just looking for an edge deviwatch.com has you covered do you need to know who will be a first round rookie pick before the rest of your league does Do you want that future NFL Combine star on your taxi squad before he blows up at the Combine? Devi Watch has Superflex Devi Ranks, Devi ADP, and an annual Devi Watch Guide to help you. The 2020 Devi Watch Guide ranked and profiled over 260 players. It includes dominator ratings, breakout ages for returning prospects, and if you play college fantasy football, they've got you covered there as well. Volume 2 of the 2020 Devi Watch Guide has tons of information about new college coaching staffs and how their scheme changes affect the college fantasy landscape. They also have team-by-team breakdowns for all 130 FBS teams. If you play college fantasy football, their CFF rankings will drop in July. Visit DeviWatch.com and check out the two membership options. Join today and gain access to their industry-leading content. Click Have a Coupon and enter the code DTHQ when you sign up so they know you heard about them on the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Yeah, everybody go check out the Devi Watch. Get their um, best-in-class best Watch guide, their annual publication, and so much more um, for one low cost. Check them out at DeviWatch.com. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, we do have some news here. And, and you know, I don't even know. Shane, are, are you still considering the Eagles your X team? Or are you... Yeah, no, they're definitely my X team. But the problem is, is uh, I did a little checking and... Uh, Miles, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. I own him in thirty percent of my leagues. Yeah. Um, you traded him away. You would even have him probably in fifty percent of your leagues. You've traded him away in a few places, right? In a couple, yeah. So it would have been over thirty percent. So I got him in thirty percent of my leagues. Um, luckily, I had Boston Scott in like twenty-five percent of them. Um, but yeah, Miles Sanders is week to week with a lower body injury. Um, because of... <laughs> the reason I was laughing before is because your kid's walking around <laughs> behind you and now, and now he's making noises. Um, That's why I was laughing on, before. <laughs> anyway, so Miles Sanders is out with a lower body injury. He's week to week. Um, I did ask uh, a buddy, well, buddy coworker, whatever. I don't know what you want to call him. Fellow writer over at DLF. Um, for a couple of places, Ethan Turner, Dr. Ethan Turner. Um, he said there's a right leg injury, 
Um, all he knows right now is that he's got a sleeve around his calf, and it's just speculation. It's not you know, guaranteed. He's just he's saying that you know uh, that's usually something that comes along with a strain. Um, Eagles are probably just being extra cautious, is my hope. But right now he's week to week. If you own him in thirty percent of your league, like me. Um, it might behoove you to go get you some Boston Scott, who probably will have standalone value on his own anyway. It's funny in our five listener leagues, you own him in two, and I own him in the other two. Uh, yeah. and, and then in our in the one where the three of us do it together, Diggs on the wing owns him. But uh, yeah, I remember you and I talking about Boston Scott in the off season that you were already. <laughs> That you were already talking, telling people to, you know, scoop them up if you had the chance. Now it's probably going to be a little bit harder for people to scoop them up. So besides Boston Scott, I mean, what else? Corey Clement. What? Corey Clement. That's it? Just Boston Scott yeah. and Corey Clement? Corey Clement's the one running with the ones right now because Boston yeah, Scott actually is a day-to-day as well. Yeah. So Corey, Corey Clement. Clement's the opportunity and he can probably fill in um, again, but yeah. Um, Boston Scott, that's the guy to get. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I did see there was a news thing said that Greg Ward was playing with the ones over there. Yeah, they <laughs> love him at receiver, man. Um, well, actually, they had, I mean, yeah, he, he was running with the ones for the slot for a little bit, but they're rotating. Rager is a guy that, again, was practicing with the ones at every position, um, a little bit on the X, a little bit on the Y, a little bit in the Z. Um they're basically using him everywhere. Our Sega Whiteside was out for a few days. Um, so Rager was running out of the slot. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do, but clearly they want Rager on the field. Um, I, I know it's, it's he's a rookie wide receiver, and I know that it's a weird offseason, but if there's a rookie wide receiver that's going to hit, it's going to be Rager this year. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, we were, we we're going to talk about a couple other wide receivers later on in the show. You, one of the topics we had tonight was we're at these teams that are losing players, whether it's to injury or to opt out. So there's going to be some other players to step up that we might want to talk about. Um, but that's later in the show. But, later. you know, the next one on this list is sad for me. Um, but I had thought about it because I had Josh Oliver in a lot of leagues last year. And when I saw that he had broke his foot and all this kind of stuff and he's on season ending, I went and looked at my rosters and then I realized I had traded him away in every league but one. <laughs> so I don't actually have him anymore. Um, I have him in a lot of places. <laughs> do you? I actually, tra- I, even in the, our listener league stuff, I had traded him away. I, I didn't remember doing it, but uh, I had him in a couple of I had of him times. queued up just, just um, right as that news came out. I had him queued up as my second tight end to draft in a best ball toward <gasps> the end of the draft. And I was hoping to get him and I, I kind of needed him. And then the news came out, fortunately before I drafted him and I had to do something else, but I'll be thin at, at the position, but you know, it, it opens the door for, for, uh, for other players there. You know, I mean, it opens the door real wide for Tyler Eifert if he stays healthy and um, he's already played for this coach who really loved him back in the day and Jay Gruden in Cincinnati. So I think, you know, anybody who got Eifert, you know, can get that six games a year that he plays and capitalize <laughs> on the points. Um, I mean, Eifert did play a full season last year. Yeah, he so did. He, yeah. he sucked. Uh, he <laughs> yeah, he had a lot. Of, that team wasn't great. Yeah. He had a lot of bad luck with injuries. But, it, you know, if he can actually go back a couple years to when he had that pass-catching talent, yeah, you never know. Look, he's the, he's the man there now, right? And it sucks because I have a lot of Josh <laughs> next, Oliver. Next man up. He's the man right now. 
I, you, the, there's another Tyler there too, that Tyler Davis, who they drafted this year. And, yeah, and yeah. I went and looked. I have him on 10 rosters, including four of the five listener leagues. He might play. <laughs> and then James O'Shaughnessy, who I used to like way back when he was drafted and I thought he'd be something. And, and because Eifert and Oliver and Davis were on this roster, I kind of, he was at the bottom of my depth chart anyway. So I kind of cut O'Shaughnessy. In, in many, many places, you know, he was that bubble guy for me. And now all of a sudden I see him getting eaten up on waivers. And I, I kid you not, I had him in like, dude, 75% of my teams. Nobody it's wanted so to funny. He was just that guy I kind of had, you know. He's the guy that I keep getting confused with um, Jeff um, Jeff Swaim, I think. I keep oh, combining oh. them in the same person. Yeah, he played there. Last you get <laughs> you get them confused. Yeah, I just combine them in the team. They're both person. so good, it's hard to separate the two. I'm kidding. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. If it if it goes beyond Tyler Eifert, that's as far as um that's as far as I'm going. Yeah. Uh, after that, they're yeah, tight ended. It's worth anything. Pretty much the only reason I have Davis is it's on a lot of those leagues where we did those drafts where I didn't even finish my rosters because I had spent all my money or whatever, or I traded away picks. So I was just grabbing rookies. Yeah. <laughs> so for some reason, I ended up on with them in every one of those uh, listener leagues. You know, I'm assuming this is Shane because I don't think that Jeremy would write it, but on the show sheet, it says guys on the show sheet yeah, 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 yeah. Darius guys is allegedly not very nice <laughs> and then guys um <laughs> this guy sounds like i mean and geez, what a piece of crap <laughs> exactly the more it's coming out it's all allegedly blah 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 this dude right, just right. come back yeah. Mean, yeah where there's smoke there's fire and with guys right now there's just so much smoke well there always kind of has been but nobody knew about those rape allegations unless co- the you know coaches knew that never came out i never heard any mention of that no. all along it just came out so I don't know if the coaches knew. I mean, maybe less miles, and then right after that, um, you know, the the uh, <laughs> took over. So, like, uh, you know, it, who knew? Who knows if they knew? They they might have. But I heard like really bad stories about the whole thing. I mean, they kept it quiet. And, and that's one of the things bad. I read in the news re- release that I read. Though it said that supposedly the school did know, and now they're looking into school what did. exactly. Yeah, what exactly the school knew yeah. and what they covered up. Mm. Yeah, and the coach, way. of course, knew at LSU. I meant, I meant other, other coaches and like word of mouth. Like other people probably did know, but nobody was talking about it. I had guys. I still had him in my FFPC league, and uh, I went ahead and cut him the other day yeah um i think it's safe to assume that my, my man is not going to be playing football do you want to uh, say my year. man really you want to say that <laughs> oh <laughs> true. Yeah, no geez that's just a figure of speech i don't think that scumbag will be playing football exactly again yeah, this year yeah i have him in six leagues and he's actually um in all of my waiver things for next week's waivers as the drop player when i pick up a next the next player you know um but yeah guy like you said um there's something else on here that is a player that i actually do have on a few of my leagues too because somebody had mentioned him back in february but uh it says here that robert tanyan is running with the starters for the packers yeah i own him nowhere i'm positive i actually I, do somebody wrote something in back in february like grab this guy and i took him and might of those... have him on one team yeah i, I took him, I in some him tight on, ends. on a couple teams because you know i got a hard on for tight ends yeah tight ends, you're <laughs> always like hey i'm just gonna find the next breakout tight end that came out of nowhere <laughs> so you knew you thought robert tanyan was one of those guys and you're yeah, hard on Dan Arnold, <laughs> yeah, right. Robert Tanyan, you know, these are all the same guy. Um, 
so but apparently it's because you know jay sternberger was on the covid uh, right. list so and he just came back and you know i look it, I, Jay Sternberger is the guy they invested the draft capital in. So if someone's going to take in, take this news that Robert Tanyan's running with the first team and uh, give you a discount on Jay Sternberger, go for it. Shoot over a third round draft pick for Jace and see if you can pick him up because the Packers still don't have, you know, it's Devontae Adams and a bunch of uh, misfits over there. <laughs> nice. It really is. And, and, and Somebody mentioned that something happened with Devontae Adams the last couple of days. Did something yeah, happen? Yeah, he, he was an injury scare. Um, he apparently is okay, though. Oh, he so is. Okay. Nothing to be worried about, unless you're a Packers fan. <laughs> Knowing that if Devontae Adams were to go down, <laughs> Alan Lazard is your your, your wide receiver. I, yeah, I, I love how Shane is our resident news guy. He's like, he reads... <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome when you read the news, man. Like, but that's the point, Jeremy. That's how we we kind of fell into this. That that's what he I mean, wants it, to do. It's, it's true. Lazard would be like, he's their next best guy. It's yeah, you're right. Not great. Not great. I love that Not you're great, laughing at that. Be Alan Lazard and uh, Jay Sternberger would have to split out wide, and then MVS out of the slot. Oh uh, my god, MVS! So many people were so high on him last year. You know, um, open the door for our equanimous St. Brown. To play well, that was oh, yeah. the only reason I mentioned it, I, because, like I said, I, I had got some emails that people were picking up uh, Equinemius or however you say his name, St. Brown. So I was wondering yeah. why people were, and then I clicked on it and I saw there was some kind now, of... that's my Robert Tanyan and my James O'Shaughnessy. I have that kid as many places as I possibly can. I even overpaid for him in Kitchen Sink, at least one <laughs> of the two leagues in the uh, auction. I just... I, they kept bidding him up, and I just kept outbidding. I'm like, I'm going to get this player. Him and Alan Lazard both. I just went for both. I'm like, one of these guys has to play for the Packers, right? Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot Equinemius Equin- <laughs> St. Brown existed. Um, the, the funny thing about him is I liked him going into the draft, and I was at that draft, and he wasn't drafted. And I was in line at the airport getting ready to get on my plane, and my friend was like, hey, your guy just got a draft. Like, he was like... Like drafted in like the last round or something like that i had hoped for something yeah. better from him so but uh yeah i have hopes and dreams um, unfortunately <laughs> and dreams, baby yeah well that's part of what all this shit is is just hoping and dreams um the prayer yeah <laughs> and then we have i don't want to say the way it's written here uh we have a new story about Alex Smith being better than all the other Dude, quarterbacks. Dude, come on. He's a one-legged quarterback, and he's still better than most of the Washington football team quarterbacks. But he's not one-legged. He he's got he has, two legs. He has one regular leg and one leg that I saw it, and it can never be right again. So one and a half legs? I don't know. But he doesn't have two good legs. Let's say that. Well, they believe it is. They're saying that he's it's ready to big, go. and yeah, Whatever. I mean, that leg's never going to be right. But – He's still better than everybody else right now on that roster. So is he going to play or is he just going to be a backup insurance policy, third string guy? What's what's going to happen with old Alex Smith? He's determined to play football again, no matter what the name of the team is, he's going to play. Washington football team. Um, I don't care about Alex Smith. It's still a team to lose. It actually just came out today too. Like literally like in the last hour, Ron Rivera was um, diagnosed with cancer, but apparently <gasps> – it was super early. Apparently, he caught it super early is what the uh, treatable, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's treatable and curable. 
but figured to put that in Ron. or whatever that's worth but uh yeah good luck to ron rivera yeah uh, former coach for the philadelphia eagles and uh from all indications a decent human being wow yeah yeah hopefully yes. everything's okay with him yeah uh you know with the alex smith thing i did take a look at night i have 19 rosters 19 leagues and he's on a roster in every one of them so you know <laughs> you know you make yeah. a joke but he's on every single he's people have him on yeah, all their Dwayne rosters. Haskins is going to take that job he's good he just needed he needs to develop he needed seasoning it'll eventually be his job but yeah i mean good for alex smith all jokes aside about the leg good for him terrible injury and man i couldn't battle back from something like that especially not to play football good god and i'd be you'd be lucky lucky most people just to walk again and he's gonna try to play football so and good for him. i joked about not caring about alex smith <laughs> but if you're in a super flex league and alex yeah. smith is sitting out there you right. better pick him up <laughs> i thought you were gonna apologize for not caying about another human being i thought that's where you were going you, Alex. So sorry. Yeah, i thought that's where he was going perspective that sounded horrible anyway but still even in a fantasy perspective you should pick him up it really did sound callous and cool it did and I, I thought he was gonna apologize about that that's pretty funny um it makes my one-legged comment seem so much tame now so much tamer i can't believe yeah you you're the one who wrote the one-legged thing <laughs> Um, so, uh, we have some topics that we were going to talk about. Um, but before we do that, let's, let's hear from, uh, fandraft.com because there are, I guess everybody believes the football season is going to happen. So there's a lot of redraft drafts going on right now. So everybody go check out fandraft.com and here they are. Take your league's fantasy football draft to the next level with fandraft, the online fantasy football draft board. FanDraft makes your draft feel like the actual NFL draft with fun features such as streaming ticker, live draft clock, custom logos, and even team walk-up songs. You can also display multiple draft boards. FanDraft can be used offline or in person by exporting the display to a projector or large screen TV. It can also be used completely online, and any number of your league owners can join the draft remotely. It integrates with My Fantasy League, too. You may be aware that MFL is the most popular Dynasty League hosting site. You can perform both traditional and our favorite here at the HQ, auction-style drafts. FanDraft also supports IDP, rookie-only drafts, keeper leagues, just about any customization you can think of to meet your league requirements. You can also export draft reports. So sign up for a free trial account at fandraft.com. When you're ready to order the pro account, use promo code DTHQ15 to save 15% off your purchase. I think the ESPN has their 24-hour marathon coming up pretty soon for uh, fantasy football because ESPN, um, you know, realizes fantasy football matters again (laughs) suddenly um, every August. Meanwhile, the rest of us degenerates are like, what are you talking about? This has been here all year round. (laughs) So, yeah, there's redraft seasons kicking off, um, drafting. I think everybody's more confident that the season's going to start on time and probably finish-ish. Um, um, they did talk about maybe moving teams to bubbles during the stretch run. Oh, um, except not bubbles. They were referred to them as like campuses. Ah, so yeah, go ahead and hit up uh, FanDraft. Um, you can try it for free. See how it works. It's an awesome tool. Awesome site. Check it out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and I did hear on the radio this week. I don't know if you guys heard it. Um, the Sirius XM people had their draft. You know, and last year we were in Canton, Ohio with them when they were doing it. And uh, yeah. unfortunately with COVID this year, we didn't get to go to Canton. 
But uh, I know they they did their redraft draft, and a lot of people are doing redraft drafts right now. So um, yeah, it's it's redraft season, man. This is uh this is when you do it, right? I'm not in one redraft league this year, so maybe <laughs> I'm gonna have to find someone and we can use fan draft and do uh well more than one person. I'll have to find like eleven other people, but still. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so if anyone's down with a redraft league, uh, hook me up. You know where I'm at on the Twitter. So. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how many hits he's going to get, Jeremy, of people wanting him to? Um, uh, right. <laughs> so one of the topics we had tonight was, you know, there's a lot of people opting out. Well, not really a lot opted out, but people are getting hurt. And now that the camps are open, people are getting hurt, too. So some of these uh, receiver rooms are already... A little bit decimated and we kind of joked about the Dolphins last week about how we they only had two guys but I see that thanks to what Scott Connor is that the deal Shane that's my dude did yeah, that happen my... on your Dynasty and Chill show no we um I wasn't in a place to be able to record this weekend I was uh you know with life and whatnot but um Scott reached out to me I forget when it was everything's a blur but he's like hey what do you know about this Kirk Merritt guy and I said nothing except that he keeps popping up in my ADP. I see that he's jumping up because he's available in drafts now. And like I hadn't seen his name in any of my drafts for a month. And then all of a sudden he shot up there. He said, uh, you know, he, he told me to check him out, told me a little bit about his story. Um, basically, the guy was a scumbag in college. Um, he pled no contest to two charges of indecent and spoke. Uh, exposure in college um he played for well the you did that i mean it's that's not a big deal i was he gonna say I, I i've been around you guys i'm sure some of those uh, i've never things. indecently exposed myself okay maybe people. it was jeremy then <laughs> yeah definitely jeremy but he I probably have yeah honestly <laughs> he was an oregon duck he was a texas a&m aggie he was an arkansas red wolf and he also spent one season at the East Mississippi Community College. Holy crap. So he jumped around to a bunch of different schools? He jumped around a lot. Yeah, he jumped around a lot because I think he was a, not a particularly great person um, <laughs> in college. Um, wow. Perhaps he's changed. Who knows? But he is a spark freak, dude. If you're, you're looking at his workout metrics. He was in 2014 a spark freak, yeah. Well, he, he still is. But yeah, so he, he runs a 43840 um guy six foot 208 pounds um if you like player profile they comp him to paris campbell um so he's a guy that i, I think i definitely got him in one of our leagues i went and in every league i could think of and put in fab bits on him um so i got him in yeah five I mean, or take six a shot years. on him yeah. take a shot on him there's a there's a few that you didn't get him in because I already had him actually. <laughs> the thing about that guy, I have him on nine rosters, but the only reason is because he was a dolphin, <laughs> and so like yeah, when I was filling in, have ninety two receivers, right? Yeah, when, he's, he's on there too. Yeah, when I was filling in roster spots after all those drafts, I was picking him up because he was a dolphin. I was like, hey, maybe he'll get a chance. So yeah, I, he was a relatively big recruit. He really yeah, was. Um, yeah. You know, he got kicked out of here and there, and he never lived up to the hype but i mean he was lucky i think at his peak to average like 12 yards per catch in college like his his good season now, the thing is and this the debbie watch guys had pointed this out to me when people were talking about them on waivers and he was a former power five guy and he should have dominated when he went to arkansas state after you know being at a power five school but he didn't wow he didn't dominate i mean he's really just they consider him you know, past tense, he was once a, a spark freak. 
He's a fast player. That's all he really is is speed. And I know that can matter, but they, they think of him as kind of like, um, you know, he, he's that guy that had potential, never more than a, a speed demon, if you will, um, you know, four colleges ago. And, and yeah, he's fast, but like, don't get too excited about him. He's probably just a guy now. But if you can get him for cheap at the end of your roster, obviously do that. But I wouldn't get excited and think he's going to be the next, you know. But Shane, you put him on this list. And you had him on here. Uh, That's what I was just going to say to you. So after hearing what Jeremy just said, Shane, why do you have him on the list then? Well, he's still an insane athlete, and he's still in a position where he's with the Dolphins who have Preston Williams um, coming back from a knee injury and Devontae Parker, and then no one else. Um, What is it? Who is it? Jakeem Grant. I always forget the third guy. Yeah. Jakeem Grant's there. He's 5'6", 113 pounds. (laughs) The slot guy. I get it. He's just a guy that could um, fall into a spot where, you know, he gets some opportunity. That's all. But but so the point is then instead of a specific person, instead of Kirk, do you believe then do you believe for in this instance, Shane is talking about opportunity. And in your instance, you're talking about that he's not good enough. So which oh, no, one? I'm not, I'm not arguing with Shane at all. I no, think if that guy's available on waivers, pick him up. And but, I think that opportunity is but that was my point but um yeah so get him if he's cheap but i wouldn't have high expectations on him becoming a starter okay but what i was going to ask you and what i'm asking both of you guys i said without the name without kirk which is more important the opportunity especially now with covid or the talent both i don't know i mean opportunity is always if you're on a roster opportunity is king but yeah i mean he's got a 4-3-40 right under his belt he was a spark freak back in 2014 and there's some opportunity I think a little bit of opportunity in Miami, but I wouldn't get terribly excited about that. I mean, there's, there a, are receivers there. He, he's a guy. If he hit even a little bit, I'd flip immediately. I well, mean, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm picking yeah. him up for a waiver, so <laughs> if he hits a little bit, I'm probably selling him for a third or a fourth because that's just what we do. But you know, he's just a guy that's a name out there, and yeah, Gary Jennings Jr., who, <laughs> you know, you know, whatever. He he couldn't even get on an active roster last year to play, but just a couple That's guys a good you know, point. because the, the same team yeah yeah the, the, you know just that wide receiver core is not very deep with um good receivers I right mean, put, to put a blanket uh point blank and then one of them the, one of the better ones on that roster is uh you know coming back and he's coming back from injury so you never know all right well what yeah. about over at san francisco there's a lot a lot of things going on there with uh, injuries and people coming back, and it's just like a mess. So yeah, who their do you... wide receiver core is like, man, wow. Yeah. So who do you want over there in that wide receiver core? Yeah. So we didn't touch on it in the news, but um, heartbreaking. Jalen Hurd tore his ACL. Um, <laughs> ridiculous, man. That guy can't yeah. catch a break. <laughs> so two years in a row, the kid can't play. Last year it was a broken bone in his back this year it's a torn acl and he's done for the year they put him on the ir today um that sucks um let's see you got uh what's his face debo samuel still got the foot injury obviously Mm -hmm. gonna miss some time probably um and then i'm looking at the the available options beyond behind uh of course I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Yep, rookie wide receiver. He's pencil. He's pen, he's in pen now in in permanent marker as a starter. Oh yeah, that that dude would have to really screw up not to be a starter. And speaking of screw ups, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to buy some Dante Pettis 
Well, yeah, Kendrick Bourne and Dante Pettis are those guys are going to play now. So make jokes about Pettis and Kendrick Bourne, you know, here and there, and then disappears. But those guys, opportunity again. Those guys are going to play football. There's no, there's Brandon Ayuk until Samuel comes back, and there's Kendrick Bourne, Dante Pettis, and Richie James, who's like four foot nine, and Trent Taylor, who's awful. I mean, that's it. There, there's like Tavon Austin and a bunch of guys. Like it's Pettis and Bourne are going to play. They're the best, the next best guys. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people wanted to talk Trent Taylor up, or not a lot of people, but a lot of people that we speak to, I should say, um, like Trent Taylor for reasons I'm not exactly sure on. Um, whatever, he's a fun little white slot wide receiver. Yay. Um, with probably <laughs> eight points a game upside. Um, if, Pettis, I think at this point, you can get it as a throw in, in a trade. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pettis is the guy that I, I would try to target. Just the upside there, you know. Look, again, he might not hit. He probably won't hit. And if he does hit, it's probably not anything long term because Kyle Shanahan hates him. Um, it would only be turned <laughs> into him, you know, out of uh, out of desperation. But as a one year play, as a guy that you know, even you might even be able to flip later in the year, depending on how it goes. Uh, Dante Pettis is a guy that I, I'd be taking a shot on right now. Do you think? Do you think people would still throw him in even after what's been going on? It seems like the, it seems like a lot of situations that are going on, people may not just be willing to throw a player in that has a chance to play. Yeah, you know, but what I've heard mostly out, out of everyone talking about, um, you know, the wide receivers there is Trent Taylor. Is Trent Taylor. Like, Trent Taylor is going to be a thing. Um, no, no, he's not. Yeah. You know, Brandon Ayuk, obviously, everyone knows that he's in a smash spot now. Um, yeah. A lot of Trent Taylor talk, more Trent Taylor talk than I need. Yeah. Um, so I still think you can get him fairly cheap, Dante Pettis. And like I said, look, the, the, He's got upside. That's all it is. You know, it's buying cheap in a COVID-infused season and just trying to see if maybe he can hit now. I mean, we saw what he did in his rookie year. The guy flashed a little bit. And then, obviously, last year, Kyle Shanahan showed that he hated him, um, pretty much called him a jackass and um, didn't <laughs> let him play. But he's in a spot now where I don't see how he couldn't get on the field. Um, if he can't get on the field this year, at least to start, then yeah, then he's washed. Like if he can't, he legitimately can't beat out Kendrick Bourne again, then I'd give up on him. I think Kendrick Bourne's got a role for sure on the other side of the field from uh, Brandon Ayuk. And then, you know, I'm not sure Pettis will probably filter in there. And I don't know about Richie James and Trent Taylor. Who knows? I I don't have high hopes for either one. I mean, I don't, I don't think they will be, you'll be able to depend on them whatsoever. But that sucks, man. Now they're definitely going to be running the ball e- even more in uh, San Fran land. Yeah. Fascinating. Their number one wide receiver, George Kittle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. George, hey, that's better for the George, George Kittle. Kittle. Yeah. 150 <laughs> targets. Um, <laughs> hey, Kevin Coleman. Kevin oh, Coleman my God. Might be, <laughs> Do that Kevin again. Coleman might be their best wide receiver, uh, <laughs> one of their better wide receivers now. Tevin, Tevin Coleman? Honestly, I like, I'm a Tevin Coleman fan. I know I he like hasn't him. really lived up to hype, but. I like having him on my teams and like, you know, you don't want to re- have to rely on the guy, but I'm a, I'm a fan of his, like, as he's, he's a player I like to watch and that I like. So like, and I realize he's not an, you know, an all-star player and all that, but yeah, I th- he's definitely going to have a role because he, they throw to the backs and he can definitely catch and run. So he's, you know, they have three guys. I mean, McKinnon and uh, Coleman and that little f- monster. 
Mustard. Mustard. Um, you know, we have two more teams on here that I we haven't really talked much about Minnesota. You know, since Diggs left, you know, you've You're got right. Thielen there. But we really haven't talked much about the wide receivers there. <laughs> so what? What? Who are the wide receivers there? Actually, uh, well, they, they they drafted somebody. And... Who aren't the wide receivers? <laughs> Obi Johnson, Oba Lisa Johnson, right? Yeah. Do you Obi remember Johnson. a couple? Uh, Johnson. Maybe like two yeah, months ago. Him. Yeah, we were doing a show and somebody sent me a trade offer for him for like a third, and you yeah. guys were like, "Yeah, take him." So I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> yeah. There's him. Uh, let's see. There's a. Uh... Is Tajay Sharp there? I believe Tajay yeah, Sharp is there. Yeah, there's Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. You know, Thielen's going to start. Jefferson's yeah, penciled Jefferson. in as a starter. He's probably going to start unless something happens. And then, yeah, Tajay Sharp probably behind Thielen. And then Ola B.C. Johnson uh, behind Jefferson. I don't know which one of those guys would go in first. And like, There's also another rookie wide receiver, too, because I know I have yeah, him on a few he doesn't teams. matter. Courtney Davis and Dan Chis- well, Yeah, Court- Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, what's interesting is that, you know, their two best receivers, uh, Jefferson and Thielen, are both slot receivers. Um, So what they've been doing in practice has been splitting out Irv Smith Jr. as an outside wide receiver. Really? Yeah, I read about that. That's pretty neat. Um, Yeah, and part of the athletic... you know, and I don't think that's going to stick for for the like the season or anything. Don't get too excited, I, but it's cool that they can do that. I don't know, man. I mean, because he's more of an outside receiver than Justin Jefferson, I think. Yeah, Thielen can play outside though. I mean, they and, might not be playing him there, but he's he's an okay outside receiver for sure. He is, but I think he's also better suited for the slot. I mean, that's the only problem is like they directed a, a receiver that's you know better suited for the position that their best receiver already plays um but i think Thielen could probably start the season as like the the x receiver for them if if need be he can play that spot i'm just saying and jefferson yeah outside too but better suited for the slot so you see Thielen, jefferson and then irv smith on the right side of the field that would be amazing no, I'm sure they're not going to convert him to wide receiver because, frankly, he's not fast enough. He's above average. <laughs> For a wide receiver, he's above, slightly he's above average. He's a big average. slot. Come on, man. He's a big slot. You know But uh, it's just more interesting to me because I'm I'm definitely buying in on Irv Smith this year, man. Yeah. I was buying in on him anyway. But if they're going to be putting him out at wide receiver too, oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> they're going to split him out wide. Like, I just, just send him down the field and just let me see what happens. Um, that would be cool. A big guy. Kyle Rudolph oh. take more plays off is what's going to happen, I think. Well, no, if if they do this, then Rudolph's still on the field as the number yeah, one tight end. As the tight end, yeah. he can block. He can do. He can block. Yeah, he can block. I do think it's funny though that that you just like dismiss the, that uh, Courtney Davis. Well, he doesn't matter. Honestly, I think KJ Osborne is penciled in to play before Courtney Davis does. I mean, we can see how that how that plays out, but. Yeah, well, I think. He, just the way they're gonna they run their offense, I just I don't see a lot of room for anyone besides Thielen, Jefferson, and Irv Smith Jr. Yeah. as receiving options. I yeah. think those are you know, and obviously Dalvin Cook. I think those are the receiving options. It's going to be pretty concentrated between those four players, and just you know, the more that Irv Smith is on the field, the better. Um, so you know, just get ready for that Irv Smith breakout that a lot of people were already looking forward to. 
I have him in Scott Fishbowl. Nice. I, I remember when I took him in Scott Fishbowl, the people in my league were like, oh, I was going to get him. Um, I mean, don't uh, be afraid of Ola B.C. Johnson. He's a capable receiver. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's going to be like next guy up if there's an injury because he can play multiple positions. He's not exciting. He's not going to, you know, light up the stat sheet. But he's somebody that if there's injuries ahead of him on the depth chart, he's going to play. That'd be cool. Because he's a decent football player. So opportunity for Ola B.C. is pretty high. But, yeah, I mean, he's just an average talent. Yeah, I think he's a guy, you know, look, Greg Ward is a guy that I kept pumping up, and he's a guy that, you know, he could probably get you 10 points a week. Um, his ceiling's probably 16 points, which, you know, all right, whatever. You, you know, you get a 16-point week out of a guy like Greg Ward or B.C. Johnson, you're probably feeling pretty good. I don't know that it's going to win you any championships. Um, that's the only thing. Yeah, but with and, people... Uh, K.J. Osborne's the guy that Mike was thinking of. Now oh, is that what it is? Davis. K.J. Osborne was okay. the guy drafted in the fifth round that's... The speedster from Miami. Oh, there you go. He's a speedster. <laughs> I knew Shane was like it's coffee. Shane fast wide receiver. Yeah, Shane would like that one. So, and and the last one we have here in these receiver rooms is the team that yeah a lot of people are having a hard time figuring out a way to shorten that, but it's the Washington football team, and you know I mean you could just call them the football team. I, people you know are, what I mean? Like the Eagles. Right. You don't have to say Philadelphia Eagles. Everybody knows you're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles when you say the Eagles. So I'm right. just going to call them the team. The team. The team, yeah. yeah. Some people are still calling them the skins and stuff like that, even though they're not supposed well, to. Well, those but... people are racist. <laughs> call them the uh, but, poor skins, like, like uh, John DeBarry. Yeah, exactly. But we already know that uh, Jeremy loves Terry McLaurin. But what else is there? Uh, Steven Sims. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. Steven yeah. Sims, Steven Sims had, uh, what do you have? He had 20, I'm not going to do math, 29 targets over the final three weeks last year, 15, 16, and 17. I know barely anyone was paying attention at that point, uh, <laughs> especially week 17. Who's not paying but, attention? Uh, I wasn't, no, week 17, because um, I didn't even know he did that. Um, so my man put up at least 15 points every week, the final three weeks of the season. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, I, I, I discounted, disregarded, was like, meh, whatever. Um, cause I thought Washington might actually, you know, add to the wide receiver room. And instead all they did was add AGG. Yeah. Um, Antonio Gandy golden. And you know, he could become a starter in this shit situation sooner <laughs> than later, but <laughs> well, and then their running back situation is so screwed there as well. So, I mean, they've got a lot of problems there with their offense. <laughs> They do. They they have some problems. That's not going to be a great offense. But <laughs> no, I feel bad for the quarterback. I do. I feel bad. He's. But you know, look, he could lock on to look. Terry McLaurin's going to see at least 140 targets this year. And Antonio Gibson in the passing game is where you look for him. Honestly, right. they can put him at the receiver spot and um and all that. And you know, I wanted to shoot people down before guys situation reared its ugly head but now gibson looks even more appealing wow you know yeah um, guys is out of the picture so uh, you know that whole situation i mean with a with a team name and with the with the guy stuff and the running backs and the wide receivers and the quarterback They've got some problems can you imagine a nice with mother nature that would be horrible to be a washington football team fan right now when Adrian <laughs> peterson is your starter and you're talking up bryce love and Antonio Gibson, yeah, a little bit of issues. And Peyton, like I said, Peyton Barber's going to end up, end up being their starting running back sooner rather than later, and people are going to be pissed. Wow. Pissed. 
All right, well, we do have... Oh, we have a return of the Trash Dynasty trade offers here <laughs> on the show sheet. Uh, do we even... Shane, I know you always yell trade alert, but you never yell anything for a Trash Dynasty trade offer, do you? Yeah, Duck. man. Duck. It's trash getting thrown at your head. <laughs> trash Dynasty trade offers. Duck. No, he yelled duck. Like, duck. So what? what is the Trash Dynasty trade offer that you wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah. So our buddy Kane, Kane Fassell uh wonderful beautiful patron he was offered this trade today um someone wanted to acquire his Kenyon drake and bobby trees um, robert it, woods yes and in exchange they would give him naheem hines sony michael uh jack doyle at 2021 <laughs> second and a 2021 wow Take all of this shit right here, plus the upside of Jack Doyle, a couple of piddly little picks, and send me a starting running back for the Arizona Cardinals and starting wide receiver and super stud Robert Woods, please. It is it is funny when people send it in like a big giant package, like a meaty sack with a whole bunch of things. Oh, come on. Like you won't notice, right? Like you definitely won't notice. That's funny. So Kane said that to you. First rounder to make it like seem legit. Like, <laughs> yeah, Kane actually put that in our streamer. And uh, you know, it's funny is like all that crap isn't enough for one. Yeah, one. <laughs> oh, yeah, one of those players, right? I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so we did have a couple trades. Do you want to go over some of these, or do you want to move them yes. over to the Patreon, or do you want to do one so or two? Do, let's I, do I, it. I got I got a couple Tyler Lockett trades, but let's oh. do those over on the Patreon show. So that'll be like the theme. Ooh, a Tyler Lockett trade theme in the Patreon show. Okay. Ooh. Well, let's do one of these other ones here real quick, and we'll we'll then we'll wrap everything up and we'll go over to the Patreon show. So um, why don't we do this one here that actually involves you and uh, a Zach Ertz Me? trade? Yeah. Me? Oh, I made Rosebud. 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 And this is, uh, and everyone makes fun of me, but I think this is my most clever team name. It's the envelope. Um, <laughs> I remember. My name is Manila, like right. the envelope. I remember Manila you had envelope. to explain, it's, you explained that once on the show before. It's the least contentious team I think name you have. I think it's my most clever one. Um, but anyway. I don't um, remember who asked you, but somebody asked you that on the show once. Why is your team called the Envelope? And they weren't impressed. I was impressed. <laughs> it's a super flex. Um, it's pretty standard. It's only a half point PPR. Um, so on the one side, we have Nicole Hardman and Sterling Shepard. And on the other, we have Zachariah Ertz. Okay. And did you say it was tight end premium or not? Or Not, 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 not at all. Even, even at a not tight end premium? I would still go with the Zach Ertz. There's like a tapping noise going on. I don't know which one of you two guys are doing it. I love Zach Ertz, so I want that side. And I, I want to wait like five more years when people are still talking about how Zach Ertz is. You, you need to get rid of Zach Ertz. He's not going to be a top five receiver. We had guests on the show last year that were all about how Zach Ertz wasn't going to finish at the top. And maybe Goddard, Goddard whatever, was going to yeah. finish ahead of him. And so many things. And O.J. Howard was going to finish ahead of Zach Ertz. <laughs> Stupid shit like that. And I, I never moved off Ertz, and I'm still not going to. Like I said, tight ends, just let them f***ing retire on your roster if they're tight end ones. Who cares? Like, don't try to get out of them like you do other players on time and on schedule and be Bill Belichick about it. Ride them into the sunset 
because that's not a position where you're just going to get another tight end one without paying for it. So just just do it. Ride it out. Do Zach it. Ertz in this trade is the, the thing you want. Hardman, who knows? He may never become a starter. And if he does, it's probably going to be on another team. Sterling Shepard, meh. You, Zach Ertz, for the win. And you know what? James White needs a fantasy football team, and he needs to call it bread. You know what's so funny? I am so happy to hear Jeremy finally say that because he said stuff like that to me off air over the last couple of years about how people shit on Zach Ertz nice. and it, <laughs> it pisses him off. So <laughs> that's pretty funny that he finally let it out right there. Too nice. <laughs> but I agree with you too. I, I want the Zach Ertz side too. And it looks like, Shane, which side were you? <laughs> I was the Zachary, Zachariah Ertz side. Getting the Good Zach Ertz side. Yeah, I got I got Zachariah Ertz. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't know if that's his actual name. That's so good. Name. It's not, but people are getting used to you telling people's names wrong, anyways. So, um, wow. for a tight end, it's biblical it's actually. So Zachariah Ertz. Um, nice word, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what's funny is that his name is Zachariah, and it, remember, Children of the Corn. He who walks behind the rose. His name was. Uh, I'm going to say it was Zachariah. I, I no, have no idea. No, I never saw that Malachi. movie. It was Malachi, exactly. And this league is called Rosebud. But they're probably brothers. <laughs> Zachariah and Malachi brothers. are definitely brothers. Zach, yeah, and Zachariah. they hang out in the cornfield. He, yeah, he was Jebediah's brother. Oh, my God. They walked behind the rose together. He was, Rosebud. He was trying Dude, to tie to into Rosebud. Go to Amish country with me sometime. Literally every oh my on God. every street, there's a mailbox that says Yoder, and there's like 1,800 businesses by the name of Yoder. It's like every other Amish person is named Yoder. It's uh, allegedly. You know, I, yeah, in, in Philly, um, I have a friend named Yoder too, who's a former Amish person. I mean, seriously, <laughs> oh my God. Outside, right outside of uh, right outside of Philly, same thing. We have a lot of Amish. We have a big Amish community, and uh, they make great sandwiches. And, and cheese, and you probably have a lot of yoders out there. I don't but, know why we're talking about this, but let's. And, and if there's any Amish listening to this, um, we're not making fun of you. I we, we like you guys. Yeah. I love so your Rumspringer. Oh if it's Rumspringer, and you're getting down listening to Dynasty Trades HQ. <laughs> I respect anyone who makes their own clothing. I'm sorry. Oh my god! All right. Well, why don't we wrap this up before Massimo we go? started out as a, an Amish person? <laughs> I don't know, but let's wrap this up before we go too deep into this hole. Um, everybody, go check out our uh, our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Um, also, over at Podbean, you can you can sign up for it too. Um, check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Uh, we have our Patreon account, which that's where we're getting ready to go to right now. Is to yeah, all we're, we're going to do a Tyler Lockett show. stuff. Yeah, Tyler Lockett trades. Oh yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I love the Patreon show. <laughs> Me too. But the way Shane just said, "Yeah, Tyler Lockett trades," it didn't sound too exciting. <laughs> but I'm super excited, yeah. And then, even though he's not wearing it today, he doesn't have the uh, Dynasty Trades HQ muscle shirt. But you could go over to uh, StoreEnvy.com. Is that right, Jeremy? Yes, muscles not included, but muscle shirts and so much more. Mugs. I mean, beach towels, T-shirts, all kinds of different T-shirts, hats. Um, you name it, stickers, get out there and get you something, some pretty good prices, some good things at dthq.storenv.com, dthq.storenv.com. Get some shit. Sweet. All right. And then uh, we're going to go do our Patreon show. So thanks for listening and uh, say goodbye, everybody. 
Deuces. Next week. Uh, same place, same time. Say goodbye, Bye. Shane. Bye. Oh, somebody sent me a text actually saying, hey, can I get a Say Goodbye Shane shirt at StoreEnvy.com? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, sure. I said, I'll talk to Jeremy yeah. about it. All right. Say goodbye, Shane. It's awesome. <laughs> Say goodbye, Shane. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.